David sat on a rickety old wooden pier that stood out of the landscape, pretty much high and dry from access to the lake water that had receded from it years ago, and watched the day crew of old men and women hauling themselves out onto the old floating swim platform that had been roofed over and made more comfortable for them to fish from. It was the same weary thing every morning for the past five years or so to see the barely functioning elderly survivors make their way out on the lake by ever so slowly, pulling on a rope line attached to an old pleasure boat from the shore to the fishing platform. It took them even longer to get themselves out of the boat and get set up with their fish poles after that exertion to their failing bodies. It had been a very hard existence, and ten long years had passed since a solar geomagnetic storm had taken the electrical grid out, and eight or more years since the aging survivor community had seen any gasoline at all to run a boat motor, or anything else with an engine for that matter. The gaunt and physically stooped group was composed of the very eldest of the survivors, and fishing like this was pretty much the only useful thing they could manage to do to contribute to their upkeep and the community's survival. The poor souls usually didn't catch many fish. For that matter, the norm was not even anything at all. But the thing is, they tried every day anyway as a sort of tired old routine to keep the will to live and keep pushing on for another day. The water levels were very low on the lake this season because besides the dam gates being frozen open, there had been another drought this year. The submersible fishing light that used to have lain on the lake floor in front of David's perch on the pier had long since been left high and dry and had been moved out slowly, a few feet at a time over the years, to the floating wood structure the old men and women occupied anchored further out in the channel. There were fish out there, but they were some damn smart fish and fish-hook experienced by now, and usually refused any kind of bait offered on a hook. David wasn't any spring chicken himself at age 64 now, but he was doing better than most, and he still got around pretty well and hadn't had to stop running the animal trap lines or going back and forth in a sailboat to the lake sloughs to try his luck with a fishing trot line for a heap of catfish on a good day. His buddy Big Old Dump Truck had just turned 47, and David depended on him to do a lot of the harder physical work in the camp. Dump used to carry about an extra hundred pounds or so of fat on his big frame before the collapse happened, but now David figured he probably didn't even have an ounce of body fat anymore, as these lean times had taken their toll on all. Dump was supposed to meet him here this morning, and wait on Boudreau to bring Lobuck and Goatman over from the trading post in the big two-mast sailboat that everyone in the community depended on to get around the lake. At seventy years old, Boudreau was still the hardest nails Cajun rabble-rouser he had always been. But David had noticed him wincing a lot in pain lately from arthritis when he handled the boat's sail lines. Boudreaux claimed the ailment was from hauling on all the freezing wet fishing net lines that our little operation of winter survival required out on the frigid lake. He used to say as soon as true summer hit again, the miseries would bake out of his bones. Poor Boudreaux had gone out early morning several times a week, and at windy dusk, to cast a small makeshift net on the cold choppy lake from his bateau. 
The word bateau, plural bateau, often is used as just a generic French term for boat. In Cajun, Louisiana, it can refer specifically to a boat with a flat end and bottom, balanced so that a fisherman can stand upright to handle nets. Boudreaux, Lobuck, Goatman, and David sort of acted as unofficial leaders and administrators for the few remaining survivors that still inhabited what they called our end of the lake. The strategic perspective on how they were going to make it another season was why the meeting was called for this particular day. As the days turned into months and the months turned into years, David had drawn others to himself some of whom were still here and had survived from the beginning of the catastrophe with him, and others who'd not been so lucky and had long since perished over time from age, disease, and malnutrition. 